Hello everyone, it's Nico here, and today's thought load is going to be about some money stuff. I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you, but the the message behind the numbers is about equity, is about fairness, and to me, things just don't make sense. So one of the things that's happening currently is the United Auto Workers Association or Union of America is on strike because executive wages have gone up, they're not getting paid as much and all that stuff. And in this particular case, especially after doing some research this morning, I am 100% behind these workers. And I want to show you why. Because... I have thought for a long time that the discrepancy between executive salaries or compensation packages is just way too big in comparison to all of the rest of the workers in the company. Now, because I know people in those executive positions at different companies, I understand that salaries are some of the biggest, if not the biggest expense when it comes to the operation of a business. And so I get it that they have to manage things in a way so that everyone can still get paid and the business is still profitable and still be still can be standing. I understand all of that. But there's still a lot of shit that doesn't make sense. Here's what I found this morning. I've been at this for like an hour and I am, I'm all in. So, and I'm just going to focus on mainly Ford, but also uh, some numbers from GM as well. The, the other uh, auto, auto, big three automaker, uh, apparently they're European owned. And so their financials are a little different. And I didn't, I wasn't able to get into that. But the CEO of GM Mary uh, Barra, her overall compensation package for one year was $28.98 million. Now, sure, some of those were in stock grants. But regardless of how the compensation is given, that is still money that and, and I mean, someone needs to correct me if I'm wrong on this one, but that's still money that the company will eventually have to pay to that person or will pay to that person over a period of time. And sure, stocks vest over a period of time. For these executives, it's three years, which I find hilarious. Most other people in lower tiers of a company, it's four, five, six years of vesting. So, okay, thanks for that, you know, equity on that one. And apparently she's, this, this CEO has, has gotten a 34% increase in pay since 2019. Now that's, that's fine, but you mean to tell me that basically over the past three to four years, you've gotten 10% a year? I'm sorry, when I was, when I was working, I wasn't getting 10% a year. And I know tons of people that weren't even getting 10% a year. So again, how is that? 
How is that equitable? How is that fair? And talking about Ford, his the the CEO James Farley is a little different. His overall package 21 million, 15.14 in stock awards, again 3-year vest. But that is that's an insane amount of money on an basically an annual basis that could be distributed differently to help increase the pay of workers. Now, I think that just pointing out two people is is not, uh, or these two people in particular, is not a good way to dissect the whole equity situation. So let me give you some some bigger numbers, okay? There are, according to what I was able to pull up, 106 leadership positions at Ford. The average base salary of those positions is $236,000. Now, the funny part was I pulled up the Q4 earnings report for Ford, and in that earnings report, there were two offer letters that they that they shared for executive positions, one for Michael Amend and one for Doug Field. Both of their base salaries were more than double that. Michael's was 500K, Doug's was 750. They got signing bonuses of 600,000 and 800,000 respectively, and both of them had stock uh, awards or grants that were 11 million and 30 million respectively over about a three to four year time period. What? I mean, like, I don't know what else you need in life after you have about, I don't know, 10, $12 million in the bank. Like, what else do you need? Do you need more boats or more cars or more houses? You got people that work in the same damn company that you do that are having trouble putting food on the table. And you're, you're making that much money. And so the, the equity part and what doesn't make sense to me and what I've always thought is, is a potential solution is like, I'm not saying that these people should bring their salaries back down to earth to be equal to someone else who doesn't have a high school diploma or who doesn't have a master's or a PhD. I'm not saying that. If someone works hard, they have the right qualifications and they bring value to a company, that should be compensated. But we should also do it with like, I don't know, some fucking fairness in mind. And so like my question has always been, why can't the top level of companies take a five, seven, eight percent reduction in compensation, not base pay compensation, because all of that will eventually go back into or all that's money that the company is able to spend. Like again, someone in the county's gonna rail me on this one, but hey, <laughs> that's I'm not, I never said I was an expert here. If if these guys or this group of people could take an eight percent reduction in pay wouldn't that help raise the salaries of everyone else? 
Now, I know what you're saying that, sure, there's 106 people in leadership, but there's, you know, 150,000 people working in a company. Okay, I, I understand that as well. But let's just look at this number in particular, okay? Let's look at one person. Let's look at this, this man, Doug Field. Overall, his compensation was $33 million over three years. Now, that's his base salary, signing bonus, and his stocks. Okay, so if he takes 8% of that, 8% is $880,000. You mean to tell me that if every single leader in that company did the exact same thing, that they wouldn't be able to pay their employees more? And listen, here's the stupid part. I understand that for most people in the company, they're not going to see that money. It, let's say if you know leadership did do that. They're not going to be able to spread it out evenly over the entire company. But the people on the ground floor in the factories that are sweating their asses off putting these cars together, they probably deserve it more than people sitting behind a desk that already have a halfway decent salary and don't have any issues when it comes to cost of living. So if the top leaders take a tiny pay cut, less than 10%, which is less than what God asks for, um, you could give that to the people on the ground floor and probably have them increase their salary by like something fairly significant. And again, like the, the true numbers are probably small, right? But the idea here is that these leadership people are making so much that why can't they take a reduction? It doesn't make sense. In fact, this just came to mind, so I don't have the reference in front of me. But I remember watching something on like, I don't know, 60 Minutes or something a few years back that talked about a company in Japan whose president or CEO or founder, whoever it was, mandated that his own salary never went over $100,000, regardless of how well the company did. This man took the bus to work every day along with his coworkers. And that's a, that's a CEO or executive or leadership position in a company. It can be done. And again, why do, why do people need that much money? I mean, sure, let's say you live in a $20 million house. That mortgage has got to be steep. Uh, lifestyle, I guess, at that point, you know, you have to keep up with the Joneses. So you have to spend money on that. Probably got like vacation houses and nice cars and stuff. Okay. But shit, with these salaries that I just told you about, you could pay off all that shit in five years. And then you don't have a house payment. You don't have a car payment. And now what is all that extra money for? Are you spending 10 grand on every single meal that you eat? And the, the better question is, do you need 
any of that. When these people die, what is all of that money going to do? Aside from helping their families, which, again, I'm all about, what is that, what is that going to do? Guys, we're all going to turn into dust. We're all going to end up six feet under. We're all going to have headstones or we're all going to be cremated or whatever you believe in. And so aside from all of those assets and that cash, what are they, what are they leaving behind? Now, the idea that I'm presenting here is if leaders wanted to leave behind something else, Aside from an excess of money, they wanted to leave behind a legacy and, oh, I don't know, connect with their company and show the people in their company that they respect them. They could take a pay cut. They probably wouldn't even fucking feel it. And everybody else would be so damn happy because they finally would feel appreciated. And respected. It it blows my mind how these people in top level positions don't want to give any of that away. And maybe they're fighting for a list on the, the Forbes 100 or a spot on the list. Maybe they're fighting to get to a, a billion dollars. I don't know what it is. But one of the things that I I cannot accept in life is I am not going to accept a billion dollars if it means that hundreds of thousands of other people suffer in the process. I don't get, no, absolutely fucking not. You mean to tell me just because these people worked hard and maybe they were born into the right place or they had the right connections or whatever it is that... All of a sudden, it's okay that they make millions of dollars, but other people can't fucking afford a house or afford to put food on the table. No. Because remember, we didn't choose where we were born. We didn't choose any of that shit. You and I could have been born in a tribe in Africa, in northern Siberia, in fucking northern Alaska, in like anywhere. And so I, I refuse to accept that, you know, we should accept that money if it means other people are going to suffer. So I've always, I've always wanted to share this idea because it, it seems simple and I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that It's way more complicated and these guys can't take a pay cut because it would ruin the business. I I hope that's what it is. But I have a feeling it's not. And I urge all of you to look into things like this so you can see where your values lie. And there's no right or wrong answer here. There's simply different conclusions that we'll come to based on our life experiences. But from what I can see with all the numbers that I'm looking at, the $25 billion in gross profit for Ford in 2023, $23.6 billion in 2022, 
You mean to tell me they can't take a fraction of that and help distribute it among their workers so they can get paid a little bit more? Or not only could they take some of that, but again, leadership takes less. Like, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense the way things are currently set up to me. And I hope that more people like these union workers and like others tuning into the news, well, <laughs> certain news channels, I hope these people start to connect these dots and see that there's just a better way to do things, people. If you're going to run a business, put any extra profit back into the business. Pay your people fairly. Pay yourself what you're worth. But every once in a while, take a look at how much money you're actually bringing in and ask yourself, do I need more? Can I survive with less? Am I still going to be happy making 5, 10, 15% less? And if the answer is yes to that question, you need to do that immediately and help the other people out that are bringing you up. Because the thing that these executives don't seem to fucking understand is that without those 180,000 or however many workers that are at Ford on the ground doing this shit, they don't make dick. If there's no cars being produced by a company, they're not selling extra parts, they're not doing anything else, they're probably going to make a shit ton less money, right? Well, the people doing the work are the employees that are under them. <laughs> Guys, I hope this was an informational thought load for you. Hopefully it was somewhat streamlined. I know I got a little off base there for a minute, but this stuff, this stuff impacts me. I literally watched a video today and then I spent an hour pulling up all these numbers. And again, if you're, if you're a business owner, truly think about this. Put yourself in the shoes of your coworkers, of your subordinates, whatever the fuck you want to call them. They are human beings. They have lives. They have family. They have desires and dreams. And if you could take less than 10% of what you have and give it to them, maybe they can create a company. Maybe they can help other people. Maybe they can do the same thing. And now we're start, starting a cycle of positivity instead of this stupid ass cycle of negativity where executives take more and give less. That'll, I guess, be my quote for today. <laughs> Guys, if you enjoyed this thought load, stay tuned next week for another one. I hope you have a wonderful day. And as always, begin the duel, win the day.